What's good, family? This is take three of five. And we're talking about how even Jesus was tempted when he went out into the desert, right? And now we also going to talk about the audacity that the enemy had and still has when it comes to our lives and when it came to Jesus's life. All right, let's get into this. All right, if you follow me to the book of Matthew chapter four, verse one, I'm coming from the New International Version, all right? It says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. So the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, if you really are this son of God that you pronounce around and say that you are, tell these stones to become bread. So Jesus answered and said, well, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So the enemy's like, all right, so I'm going to take you to the holy city and have you stand on the highest point. So when he got to the highest point, he says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. So then Jesus comes back and said, well, it's also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. So again, the devil took him to a higher point, a mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. The audacity, the audacity of that devil. But let's keep going, bro. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. Tupac said, uh, don't believe everything you hear. Real eyes realize real lies. Jesus had his eyes fixed on God. So he aligned himself with Christ and stayed in the will of God. That's why he's that perfect example that we have. Not only that, but Jesus knew when the devil was tempting him. He knew he, he already knew it was a test. He already knew from the things that he was saying, because when lies are fed to you, it makes you look at things funny. And as you look at the scripture, Jesus kept bouncing back, back and forth, back and forth with things that God said. So when the enemy was like, turn bread, turn this stone into bread. God's like, well, it's Jesus was like, well, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then he's like, mm, all right, moving forward, then I'm going to take you to the highest mountain. And I want you to throw yourself down because it's written that he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike a stone. So the enemy's like, jump off this cliff, because if anything is concerning you, God's going to pick you up every time. So jump off because God's going to save you. And Jesus is like, um, it's also written not to put your Lord God to test. So the enemy's like, OK. So come here, I'm going to show you something else. I'm going to show you everything of the world, everything that I can give you. I can give you all of this right here. Well, all of what? What can you really give me? All of this, everything that you see, I can give you. Why would I want all of that? So Jesus is like, man, get away from me. Bye, Satan. Go, bruh. Go. You tripping. For it is written, 
Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So why would I go out here and serve the enemy and allow you to give me everything I want when you don't even know what I really want? You know what you think I want. You know what my flesh wants, but you don't know what my heart wants. I can have all the money in the world and still be heartbroken. I can have all the love in the world and still be lonely. That don't mean they love me just because I love them. I can have all the cars in the world and still be lonely. I can have the biggest house in the world and still be lonely. You can have the entire world and still be lonely. So why would I want to take the world when I can just take the word of God with me wherever I go and choose love? Because when you follow in Christ and you live a life according to God and you stay in the will of God, things will work out in your favor. I don't want everything that you think that you can give me because it's not going to always work in my favor. It's a trick. The enemy likes to play tricks. He's like trick or treat. You feel me? So you can't allow the enemy to come knocking at your door dressed up as different things and you're out here constantly giving him treats and he's tricking you. He's tricking you out of all of your candy. He's tricking you out of everything that you have. But we're so dumb that we don't even realize that and we constantly fall into his into his temptation instead of questioning him and understanding what the word says and leaning not on our own understanding but on God's understanding we start to act out of our emotion and that's what the enemy wants he wants you to act out of your emotion he wants you to turn away from the will of God and to check him and try to put him in place in a different manner so he can suck you in and get you angry to a point where you actually jump off that cliff Because you believe that God will save you from that pain. But you put yourself in that pain when you decided to argue with the enemy. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Sometimes all we got to do is listen to the BS that they're saying. Like Tupac said, real eyes realize real lies. So if you can see right, if you living right, If you focusing on the best for you, you'll notice when you got BS and negativity coming in your life because it's going to be a shift in the atmosphere. Like something's not right. Hold up. Everything was working fine until you came into my life. Hey, bro, you got to go. You got to go. You got to look at your enemy and say, you got to go. Anybody that's causing pain in your life, anybody just trying to deter you from the path that God has destined for you, they got to go. And as you saw, Jesus went with that na-na stuff. He's like, bro, you got to go. Get away from me. You got to go. So when somebody is coming in your life, whether it's negative, whether they're causing disrespect, whether they're lying to you, whether you're telling, whether they're telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear, you got to let them know they got to go because you can't keep people in your life that's going to stunt your growth. If they're not helping you grow, they got to go. If they're not helping you grow, they got to go. If you take it back to the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 10, it says, when someone is causing divisions in your life, give them two warnings and have nothing more to do with them. Jesus checked the enemy twice. He told them that man shall not live on bread alone, but live on the word of God. And then he went to him and said again, do not put your Lord God to the test. So he already told him twice what it was. So when the enemy, when the enemy came again with that rah-rah, Jesus was like, bro, get away from me. Because right now, I already know you tripping. Like, you tripping for real. 
So when people's like, oh, well, you don't understand. Jesus understands when it comes to being tempted. He was tempted. The enemy told him to jump off of a cliff, to jump off the highest mountain and that angels would save him. I mean, the enemy is conniving, but the enemy was also once an angel. So he knows how to play his cards. But if you really know God and you treasure God's word and you believe in him and you really align yourself with Christ, you'll be able to identify and have discernment to understand what's for you and what's against you. And anything that's against you is causing division in your life. And if something's causing division in your life, what do you do? You give it two warnings and you cut it off. Jesus didn't give himself another opportunity to explain to him what the word of God says. He told him twice and told him to get out of his face. Bro, get away from me. He didn't keep engaging in the conversation. He didn't allow any closure. He said, get away from me. And that was the end of it. And it said that the devil left. It says, then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. So stop giving people multiple chances to cheat on you. Stop giving people multiple chances to beat on you. Stop giving people multiple chances to lie on you, to steal from you, to mistreat you, to talk to you however way they want to. Stop allowing people to disrespect you and cause division in your life. Stop allowing people to choose when and when not to come into your life. Stop allowing people to dictate your feelings. Stop allowing people to pull you out of your character. When you going to realize that it's time to speak up and say, you know what? Enough is enough, bro. You got to go. If you ain't helping me grow, you got to go. And that's all it is to it, y'all. That's take three or five. That's take three or five. I'm gone.